following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is smart questions to ask when you get a mortgage and the right questions to ask about your roof repair. Thank you to real estate closing attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. For your closing, call Rob and Shelley at Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer at 901-752-1133. Subscribe to get our Real Estate Mortgage Shop uh, podcast with show notes. You can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today. August the 6th, 2022 at 901-535-9732. You know, time is money and getting the right information to make the right choices on large investments and expenditures like a home and roof repairs means that you have to know the right questions to ask right up front. You're going to be able to jump straight into the most important issues with uh, with questions that we're going to be sharing this episode on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Back in the studio, we have the happy roofer, Ed hey, Hill. Hey, hey. Here he comes. <laughs> the happy roofer, Ed Hill of Masters Roofing. Ed Hill has been in the residential roofing industry since 2008, so you know a few things. I do. And he's been a senior consultant for Masters Roofing in Memphis since 2010. Ed, you also have a very informative podcast out there for home improvements in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. That's right. I highly recommend it. That's a lot of fun when I do that podcast. So basically, if you want to learn more about me, about Masters Roofing, about taking care of your home, just go to Memphis homemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. If you'd like to reach me with roof questions, you can call me directly after the show today or leave a message or text me at 901-273-6594. But I've been in the industry, Joe, as you said, quite a while. I learned something I feel like every day that I didn't know I didn't know. (laughs) And uh, I personally of People that I have worked with, I'm approaching, I lost count, but approaching probably 900 to 1,000 homeowners that I've helped them replace their roof. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot when you do that. I didn't just start doing this last month as a side <laughs> hustle, you know, a side job. Well, you've, you've got a good reputation. A lot of people, even some listeners from Real Estate Mortgage Shop, have said that they are um, very happy with your service. Well, you know, I want you to think about a situation when you wanted something so badly, you just could not see any way to get it. Well, one day, let's say that you're seated across the coffee table from a friend, and the friend asks you a question about your situation that just seems totally out of left field, like a what-if question. <laughs> what if you had an extra income? Could you do what you want to do? What if you took one extra step in the beginning before trying to go to the next step to get what you want, what would those steps be to help mm-hmm. you achieve what you want? Because sometimes we ask the wrong questions 
uh, I want to share a story. Now, these people, <laughs> I've got, listen, I've got a whole mansion full of Hall of Fame mortgage clients. Yeah, you do. Ed. And none of them are their real names. <laughs> I know I don't use their real What's names. What's up with that? Change a little bit about the detail but to pr- protect privacy. But <laughs> Carter and Claire Caldwell story. I call it bounding over barriers to be with the grandbabies. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. People will do anything to be with their grandbabies. Well, the Caldwells loved where they lived next to the lake, near friends and other other family members, but their toddler-aged grandchildren lived several states away. Um, it was boom, well boom, boom, over boom. a day's drive. That's not good, is That's it? not good. <laughs> the Caldwells yearned to have a vacation home close to their grandchildren, but it was so many miles away. But the answer to the question about being able to afford it was always mm. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They owned their primary residence next to the lake, free and clear. They didn't have a mortgage on it. <clears throat> but their fixed income was not enough to afford to buy a second home in the state and close to where their grandchildren were. They couldn't get a loan on the primary residence because they didn't have enough income to afford that extra loan. It was really... So completely hopeless, right, Joe? That's what it looked like. Until... Until well, you asked the right question. Yeah. Here is a brilliant idea from these rock star mortgage clients. Carter and Claire Caldwell, they were both over 62 years old. I mean, they're retired. They're on a fixed income. These grandparents, <laughs> they, call, they would call themselves the maniac grandparents because that's <laughs> all they thought about was their grandkids. So that's a good thing. These grandparents were motivated to financially mastermind a way to get a second home near their grandkids. Want to know what their brilliant idea was, Ed? I'm pretty sure you're going to enlighten us right here. They came upon a question they had never asked themselves. What about making your primary home pay you back? Mm. They own it free and clear, no loan on it. Have you considered a reverse mortgage since you're over 62 years old? Someone asked them that question, and Caldwell's were over 62. They paid off their mortgage early. They applied and got the reverse mortgage. Now, the reverse mortgage on their primary residence was now paying them a nice income each Hmm. month. Wow. So now they had the income to afford to spend, to to buy a second home Mm -hmm. and spend five whole months out of the year playing and making memories with their grandkids. Now, if you want to see... Some stunningly brilliant strategy. Observe what happens when grandparents are determined to (laughs) spring themselves across the miles to hold their grandbabies on their laps. But here's some more questions we'll cover later in the show. How can I fix my credit and improve my credit score? Number two, how can I get my income high enough or my debt low enough to qualify for the mortgage terms I need? Number three, how can I find the money to close on my home? Number four, how can I get around problems with the appraisal? Your solution to your challenge is within reach. But, Ed, uh, we've, got, um, we've got about a minute or two. Why don't you start talking about some of the right questions that we can ask when it comes to our roof repair or replacement? Okay, Joe, I've got, um, I think it's eight frequently asked questions about roofing. And probably if you're a normal individual, you have a couple of these as well. So hopefully this will... You're asking the right question. We'll give you some of the answers here today. Uh-huh. All right, so number one, what is that dark stain I see on my shingles, you know, when the roof gets that, that dark look to right. it? Right, uh-huh. 
that's an organism called algae. It's mostly a southern thing. Isn't the south great? <laughs> <laughs> Where algae uh, grows on northern-facing slopes because those don't get as much sunlight over right. the years, so they're damper, mm -hmm. more moisture, a la, you know, voila, you've got algae growing on the roof. It can be cleaned off to restore the color of the roof. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a very common question in the mm -hmm. Memphis Mid-South area. Right. And depending on where our listeners are, it may or may not be a big deal where you are. And that dark stain, that algae, it actually destroys the integrity of your roof, right? Well, I haven't heard that. I, I should research that a little better. But uh -huh. I know that um, when you start having moss growing on your roof, like grass growing on it, uh -huh. that's signs Not a of good sign. <laughs> significant water is there or it couldn't grow, right? Right. And it's probably rotting out the deck yeah, underneath. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's not good, but, you know, we could we can research that a little bit. Mm -hmm. But nobody likes it. That's the main thing. All right, number two, what is the difference between three-tab shingles and architectural shingles? You know what? Let's come back All to right, that. We'll do that. All right. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Please connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have Ed Hill of Masters Roofing. Ed, how do we contact you? Just call me directly, 901-273-6594. When we come back, we're going to be covering some more of the right questions to ask when it comes to your roof repair or replacement. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC at 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered. On Real Estate Mortgage Shop, consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer, NMLS 757308, equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Susan David of webandstorymedic.com in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we're talking about questions, smart questions to ask when you get a mortgage, and the right questions to ask about your roof repair. I'm Joe Garner. I'm your host, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Cardinal Financial these days here in the Memphis area, but wherever your mortgage journey is, I would love to be on that journey with you. You can call me directly. I'd love to hear your story, too. 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Ed Hill. He is the happy roofer with hey, Masters hey. Roofing. Got a great reputation, you know, A-plus rating with the BBB. Ed, how do we contact you? Just call me directly at 901-273-6594, or you can also text me. All right. Well, we're going to do something we like to do every now and then. It is the... 
Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, which is brought to you by our notable Memphis historian, Jimmy Ogle. You can catch Jimmy Ogle's entertaining Memphis history lectures by Googling Jimmy Ogle and the Pink Palace. Or you can go straight to jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of the Lawhon Landscaping Group. Uh, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big project, if you have a little project, or you may want to do that really big project in phases. Call the Lawhons, 901-754-7474. They're going to be giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at 901 901- Five three five nine seven three two. That's nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. Ed, I believe you have the question and the hints. I do. And Joe, here's some ground rules for this uh, question today. Mm-hmm. This is a doctor, but the answer is a place. Does that make sense? Right. The answer right. is a location. All right. So I was a community in Memphis that was named for a doctor in the 1800s. Uh, What community am I? Now, here's some hints. The doctor was listed on the first Board of Health in Memphis in 1838 and lived on Court Avenue. Mm -hmm. Possibly some of our listeners, Joe, were neighbors of his at that time. (laughs) Here's another hint. I bought land on the north bluff of the Memphis uh, Wolf River in 1852 for a summer home. Mm. Sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the final hint. A large plant for International Harvester opened in my neighborhood in the mid-20th century. What community am I? This All is right. a tough one. Really, I think people can guess that. If you know the answer, call us at 901-535-9732. Now, when we left off, Ed, you were talking about some some of the right questions to ask when you are looking at doing a roof repair or replacement. If you could recap us real quick on those those questions, the first two we covered earlier, and then jump into the rest. Okay. These are frequent questions about roofs. What's that dark stain on my shingles? Uh, could be a lot of things, but normally it's algae growing on the on the roof. The second question that we started is, what is the difference between three-tab shingles and architectural shingles? Well, here's the answer. Now, Joe, roofers are an extremely creative bunch of folks. (laughs) I promise you that. So the answer is three tabs are the flat shingles that have a 60 to 65 mile an hour wind rating. And guess what? They have three tabs on them when you pull them out of the bundle. (laughs) So they're called three tab shingles. Think of it this way. It's the roof that pretty much all of us grew up with Uh on our homes, just a flat basic shingle. The architectural, though, uh, by the way, that three-tab is 25-year shingle. The architectural is a 30-year shingle and has about a 110 wind rating or or higher sometimes, and it might last in a four-season environment up to 30 years. Wow. Where you have, uh, you know, a real winter, summer, spring, and fall. Architectural is obviously a better roof. Yes. For the money, it's very little money more, but you get a lot more roof out of it. But the problem in Memphis, Joe— is it has only two seasons. What, what do you mean by that? Really cold and really hot. <laughs> That's it. So we don't get the benefit of a four-season 
environment like Virginia or Kentucky where right. a shingle can live a long time. So our shingles just don't last as long as they do in you know, more moderate right. environments, right. and they get burned up pretty quick. Number three, is it okay to put a new roof over an old roof? What's the answer to that? I know the answer to this. No. No. <laughs> what were you thinking? Next question, please. There's a lot of reasons that doesn't work. I'm not going to go into them. If you're thinking about doing it or somebody's trying to get you to do it, you need to call me, and we'll explain it. But basically, it's not going to lay down right. Here's the biggest thing. If there's an underlying problem going on, you're not treating the underlying problem. You're putting just a more, uh, uh, you know, a prettier cover over it. Mm-hmm. But you haven't fixed, fixed the, problem the problem underneath. Mm-hmm. So no, that's and a, by that's the way, you have a showroom that people can go to where yeah. you can you can not only tell them yeah. about this but show them exactly what don't, it looks like. Don't imagine it. Call me and we'll bring you in the showroom. And when you see it, you get it. Right. Right. Exactly. And you and you can touch it. I mean, it's right there. Uh, you know, at normal person level, we do not make people get on roofs at our showroom, Joe. You don't? No, we don't. I'm you glad. can actually see them right there, <laughs> cutaways and all that. Number four, why does my roof leak sometimes in the winter? Lately, it's every time in the winter, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's the answer. Usually it's due to ice dams in the gutters. Once the water freezes in the gutter, there's nowhere for the water to run off mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So then uh, uh, think of uh, the Hoover Dam on the Colorado River. Uh-huh. Well, now you've got that going on the bottom of your roof. Guess right. what the water's doing? Backing it's up. creating a reservoir on the roof. Now, roofs, even well-installed roofs, if you just let water sit there long enough, eventually enough water is going to find its way in, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that's what happens And uh, because the ice melts underneath the water builds up and man then you got a problem it'll find its way in Mm -hmm. there are some potential solutions to that in some applications way too complicated for radio but if you want to talk with me about it just call me at 901-273-6594 number five when is the best time to replace my roof i get that question a lot well it's pretty simple Here's the answer. Before you need to, to do interior damage caused by leaks. Uh-huh. That's, that's when you Because that interior time. damage, it gets really expensive. Hey, if water gets to your hardwood floors and they run continuously through your house, you are talking twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 or more in interior wow. repairs. Yeah. Don't, don't play around with the roof, people. Right. You're going to regret it if you do. Yes. Number six, am I required to pay for my roof or part of it before the roof work begins? Here's the answer. No. Reputable, successful roofing companies do not need nor require a down payment nor payment in full prior to the project. You're saying, well, my roofer says I do. You need to call me at 901 273 Six five nine four. I've just seen too many that's a, stories. Yeah, that's a, that's an alert right there. To watch yeah, out. Uh, that means they need that money. That you ought to be asking. Well, how come? You know, if you're great at what you do, right. you should have money, and B, you should have a good credit line with your supplier. Mm-hmm. So don't be paid. Well, I don't care what the sob story is. Mm-hmm. Listen, people, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Now, number seven, 
will my insurance company automatically pay for replacement of my storm damaged roof? Here's the answer, not anymore. That idea of you just call them, they trot out with a checkbook and give you the check in the driveway, that is over, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a rarity now that that happens. This is a very complicated subject, Joe, and if people have this question, they need the right answer depending on the situation and the insurer. That's why they need to call me at 901 273 Six five nine four. Here's the last one. How can I get an honest professional roof inspection? That's easy. Just call me, Ed Hill, Masters Roofing Memphis, 901-273-6594. You can even text me. We have some callers on hold. And, guys, we really appreciate you. If you will please hold on till after our break, we want to get you on the air. I am Joe Garner, your host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm a mortgage loan originator, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com and uh, ed hill again what's that number real quick to get you 901-273-6594 we'll see you guys back in just a moment 600 wrec and 92.1 fm you're listening to mortgage expert joe garner author of the book choosing the best mortgage the quickest way to the life you want And she's got a golden nugget for us today. And you can order her book at jogarner.com. So, Joe, is there still a way to buy homes with nothing down? Absolutely, there is, especially for primary residences. There are 100% loan programs still out there. There's down payment assistance. Even if you're buying a real estate investment, you can use OPM, other people's money, in in combination with a loan. And that is how you buy for nothing down. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with All Things New in Carterville, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. I know a little piece once. All right, you, you say your piece. Love is a thing of beauty, and beauty is a blossom. Oh. If you want to get your finger bit, you poke it at a possum. <laughs> How many biscuits can you eat this morning? How many biscuits can you eat this evening? How many biscuits can you eat? 49 and a ham of meat this morning. It's evening right now. All right. If you want to hear the rest of that, it is Tennessee Ernie Ford and June Carter. This takes us way back. Well, we're talking about smart questions to ask when you get a mortgage and the right questions to ask about your roof repair. I'm Joe Garner. I'm your host on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I hope you'll you'll connect with me. I would love to hear your story. I would love to mastermind with you and ask the right questions about getting you to the right mortgage. Uh, My number is 901-482-0354, jogarner.com. And Ed Hill, with Masters Roofing, how do we contact you? Just call me, 901-273-6594. Well, let's talk about some smart questions to ask when you get a mortgage. And we had shared the story early on, and uh, we're going to go to our callers first, though. So we've got a caller, and I believe it is uh, Fred. Yes. Well, hello, Fred. Congratulations on winning the uh, the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Woo-hoo. Who are we talking about? What's the answer? Dr. Frazier. That's right. <laughs> and the, the community is? Frazier uh, community on the north side of uh, Memphis. There you go. That's right. Well, Dr. Frazier was a prominent doctor and a wealthy citizen in the 1800s, and 
That's why that community has that name. I was wondering that the other day. Now I know the answer. <laughs> and uh, thank you for answering that for us. Well, Fred, Fred, we appreciate you listening you. to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we congratulate you on winning. And John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, they're going to be sending you a $25 gift card. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Well, that was good getting to talk to Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Always Thanks love for to hear listening. from our listeners. It pays to listen. It does. Real estate. That's right. Shop. Well, he had the answer to the right. To, he had right. the right answer to the question. Well, you know, um, there are the top two questions, and y'all, you, you guys out there have heard me say this over and over again. But the top two questions you want to ask yourself before you go in and get a mortgage is: What is the maximum mortgage payment that I can comfortably pay? And number two is what is the maximum down payment that I can comfortably pay down and still have money for emergencies? I think the operative word there, Joe, is comfortably. Yes. You know, don't yes. let somebody talk you into something that's going to be stress city for the rest of your life. That's right. Right. You don't want to be handcuffed to the house. You that's want to right. enjoy making mm-hmm. the payment on your house. We'll determine if home ownership is right for you at the present time. So how long do you plan on staying in the geographic area? If you plan on living in the area for at least three years or more, you need to, I would say, at least entertain looking at owning your own home instead of paying Mm -hmm. rent. And with mortgage rates as low as they are today, you have a unique opportunity to have your mortgage um, payment less than what you pay in rent in most cases. Mm -hmm. If prices on homes continue to increase at a steady rate like they are now, you can um, build quite a bit of wealth for yourself instead of being, you know, instead of building wealth for your landlord. And if you've listened to me long enough on the radio, you've heard me say trying trying to decide whether to rent or buy, you're going to make a mortgage payment either way, yours mm-hmm. or your landlord's. Know your budget limitations. Stay within those limitations with your house note. A number of financial experts suggest that, that your total house payment and other debt <clears throat> does not need to exceed 43% or so, somewhere in that range, of your gross income. Your personal comfort level is the most important thing. Keeping an adequate emergency fund at all times, you never know uh, what's going to happen, and you may need to make a repair, you may need to take care of some personal things. And when you go to buy a home, sometimes you need help in order to mm-hmm. get in for enough uh, the uh, amount of money that you can still keep that emergency fund. Here are a few places where you can sink your spade when we go treasure hunting. So they probably should write these down, right? Yeah, write them down. I would say write them down unless you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> go down. ahead and write them down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> down payment assistance programs. We have a plethora of them in the Mid-South area. I'm sure you do in your fair city. Uh, family gifts are a good uh, source of money down. Uh, mm-hmm. loan, a loan secured against your 401k retirement fund. I see a lot of people borrow against that. 100% financing loans, and there's some of those out there. Loans against other assets to use for your down payment. So there are places to get money if you don't have enough funds to close. Get uh, pre-approved with a reputable lender and uh, make sure you have a very strong pre-approval letter when you go in. That's going to help you be more competitive when you make your offer. And you need to make sure that, again, that is within your comfort level. So I want to tell a quick story. Now, this one is uh, change the names, change some of the things about it. But Paco Perez and his wife, Paz, 
how to get over credit and income issues. Now, Paco and Paz, they put their heart and soul into their family. Both Paco and Paz had immigrated to the United States with their children to live close to their parents. Now, every day, Paco worked in his own business. He was self-employed as a construction contractor. Paloma had a part-time salaried job and spent most of her time at home taking care of their young children and his parents who lived with them. The cramped house where they were living was just too small. Paco and, and Paz needed a larger home with a shop for Paco's tools and some of the stuff that he, he worked on at home. The bank where Paco had, had his business account turned him down for a mortgage because they said they couldn't find enough net income on his tax returns from his business. <clears throat> he had the income. He'd just written off a lot of um, deductions. And they couldn't help him with a different loan program because their credit scores were too low. Mm-hmm. They had credit issues. The heartbreaking news of being turned down for the loan set a pall of dis- dis- discouragement over their entire household. And the realtor said, hey, no, look, try my lender. So they went over there, and the lender told them the same thing, not enough income, and the credit scores were too low. So now what? Well, wow. yeah, they were you know, kind of— Joe, a lot of people have just quit at this point mm-hmm. with— at that point, but they shouldn't because you're going to tell them how they solved this. That's right. They had help solving this. They did. We started asking questions, mm-hmm. other questions, other than what the other banks had asked, like what kind of deductions do you have mm-hmm. in the back of your tax return? What uh, what bills does your business pay that you don't pay that mm-hmm. are showing up on your credit report? So Paco and Paz. They, when they came into the office, they brought their two young children and one of their parents, and we asked these, these questions to determine what payment program was going to be comfortable for them. And once we knew this and we knew how much they could pay down, then we set about working on overcoming the credit challenge and the lack of income because we knew mm-hmm. what parameters we were working in. <clears throat> the, pro- the problem with the income was fixed, I mean, right away. Paco Perez had a good CPA who deducted his car payments and depreciated some of his equipment. So once we showed where Paco had paid the car payments from his business account for the last 12 consecutive months, and we added this back to his income, so we didn't count that car payment against Mm -hmm. him anymore, and um, we added back depreciation on some of his equipment, because that's not a real expense. That's a paper loss. His income-to-debt ratios improved and fixed the whole problem as far as him qualifying. Now, the credit situation took a little bit longer to fix. Mm -hmm. It took a few weeks to get some erroneous late payments that had been reported from a creditor removed. It took almost two months to do that for them. Sometimes it doesn't take that long. The Perez's started working on paying their two credit card balances down to show that they were using only a very small portion on each one of the credit. So if, you know, when you... When, when you show that you're using 50% or more of your credit line on your credit cards, actually that takes several points away from your credit score, mm-hmm. even if you're making payments on time. Right. But if you can show that you're using less than 30% of that credit limit on that credit card, it actually helps your credit score. It can help it by 30-something percent in some cases. Well, that's the direction we took with the Perez's. And after a while, they had a good credit score. We were able to get them in a house, celebrate with them at closing. Mm-hmm. But especially if you're self-employed, let me just say, 
if you have a good CPA, it makes it hard on us loan officers. You need to remember if you're wanting to buy a house or refinance, you got to show some net income. That's the income after you write off the expenses. You've got some things that you can add back to the income line instantly, like depreciation, business use of home, and sometimes, like the Perez's, there may be some debt that uh, your CPA wrote off as an expense. Maybe your car payments and stuff they rolled off, wrote, wrote off of your deducted from your your taxable income, and we can show that you made the payments from a business mm-hmm. account. That that debt goes away off of your personal deadline when it comes to qualifying for a mortgage. Just things like that that not every lender or they're not all going to take the time to look into to it this deeply. Yeah. But that's a way out. Appraisals real quick, um problems with appraisals. Uh um there are special loans if there are a huge amount of repairs, there are special loans that we can do to still help you refinance mm-hmm. or buy a home. There are uh things that you can do. Some of the repairs, most of them that are have to do with the structure and the security and the sanitation of the home have to be done before you close. But some of those in, in certain circumstances can be done after. Right. Joe, probably this is something I would say. I'm not, I don't originate mortgages like you do, but if I'm listening and I'm going like, yeah, I'm wondering about that in my situation. Here's the thing, guys, you don't have to figure it out. (laughs) It's not like you have to figure out how to do it. You need to just call Joe. She uh-huh. she has a playbook, just like an NFL team. <laughs> and she's, I promise you, she's seen your crazy situation right. a, a hundred times before. Right. You're flummoxed by it. Joe's not. Mm-mm. Just call her. That's right, Ed. You know, I suit up every day and go in. There you go. <laughs> if you want to use a playbook analogy, but uh, and it, it's really fun. It's very rewarding when you can work yourself through a challenge to get to the other side. I mean, it's just a good feeling to know. Hey, look, nothing's going to get me down. Look what I did. You know, my customers yeah. are saying, "Look what I did," and they're a hero to their family members too, and they can see that nothing's going to get them down. It gives them confidence. But that, that is so rewarding in the mortgage business to get through I, I these would, challenges. I would assume that I'm right on this, I think. Some lending institutions have very strict guidelines, and if you don't fit within that, mm-hmm. the that loan officer is handcuffed. Right. But within the guidelines you're provided where uh, you serve, mm-hmm. there's far more flexibility and you can bring your creativity to bear there. Good point, Ed. Thank you. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. We have Ed Hill, the happy roofer, with Masters Roofing in the house. How do we contact you, Ed? Just call me at 901-273-6594, and I will almost always answer right away. If not, I will get back to you in amazing you do. time. You do that so well. Well, we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Kelly Inman of Next Day Access from Memphis, Tennessee, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. What do you mean? Where are you? 
All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Oh, man, I tell you, every song had a question in it. Why are they asking me this? I don't know. (laughs) Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about smart questions to ask when you get a mortgage and the right questions to ask about your roof repair. I'm Joe Garner. I am a loan originator, and wherever your mortgage journey is, oh, it would be such a uh, it would be such a joy to get to be on that with you. Connect with me at jogarner.com four eight two zero three five four area code nine zero one. In Ed Hill, you're the happy roofer with Masters Roofing. How do we contact you? Hey, just pick up that cell phone. Right after the show today, and call me, 901-273-6594. I promise I've heard the roof question before, but try to stump me. That'll be fun. All right, just call me. (laughs) All right, we're going to do something we like to do every week on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, the real estate tip of the week. Ed, what's our real estate tip of the week today? All right, if you're trying to decide whether to tear off a roof and put on a new one or just put new shingles over the existing roof, this is the tip. This is the analogy. If you put a second layer of shingles, you know, on your Mm -hmm. roof instead Mm -hmm. of tearing off, which is proper, it would be like wearing a coat in the summer. A winter coat in the summer. Can uh-huh. you no? Can you ventilate in that? Not, not, not this very summer. Well. <laughs> and and your your roof is saying, please don't make me wear a coat in the summer, because your roof, they have it has feelings too, Joe. You know, you know what I'm saying. It has to be able to ventilate properly, to last as long as right. it can, and also it it makes it harder to keep the interior of your home cool in the summer because mm-hmm. now you have not just one, but two layers of shingles mm-hmm. on your roof mm-hmm. and your roof was designed to hold the weight of guess what? One, one layer. And that's heavy. I, you count I, all I those literally shingles. saw a roof this week, Joe, where I could see the, the oh. metal, um, not columns, but poles, were bending beneath the weight mm. on that end of the house, and I thought that's not good. No, no, not good at all. Yeah, wow. good, good tip. So t- j- you're, it's it's minor savings and money if you do a layover, mm. but it can be major problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, the difference is in a lot of cases a few hundred or maybe a couple of thousand right. dollars mm-hmm. versus just doing it the right way. Just to do it right the first time. That's right, because you're probably going to pay for repairs because you didn't do it right. 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 Man. Great tip. Well, I have a tip. <clears throat> I have clients who's been, who have been calling me, and the forecast for the real estate values has been uh, t- that they're going to continue to go up. Now, they have cooled a little bit, so now the rate that they're going up has not been as rapid, which is a good thing, really, to keep stability in the real estate market. But what we're seeing is that values are going going up. They're continuing to go up because of the emerging uh, demand still coming, new households opening up, and no way foreseeable that we can fix the inventory problem in the short run. So Mm -hmm. um, some of your crystal ball uh, award-winning economists are saying we're we're still seeing increasing real estate values into 2004, 2005 even. So I would say if you can get a house in the right neighborhood at the right price, do it now. 
uh, I had a client call me and she said, she said, I know rates have gone up since last year. She said, but I just, just get me a house, just mm-hmm. get me a house that I can own because if rates should go down later sometime in the next few years, I'll refinance. That's not a big deal. I just want to own the house and quit paying my landlord's mortgage. Joe, I met somebody this week who was so proud to tell me that although it took them a long time to get there, they now, they said, I am a homeowner. Uh, that's so and awesome. I, I mean, I had a blessing <laughs> when I met this person, and I'm going to be replacing their roof. Mm-hmm. But they they did what you're mm-hmm. talking about. It's a good feeling, Ed. Mm-hmm. It's a good feeling. The other calls that I'm getting that give people a good feeling once they can fix this is, you know, people, especially if they're on a fixed income, like a fixed salary or a fixed income of any type, and they've got a lot of variable rate debt, Right now, we're seeing the Fed very aggressively, our Federal Reserve, raising their Fed rate significantly multiple times over. And they're saying they're going to continue to do this till we can ratchet down inflation. Well, that doesn't really affect mortgage rates as much when when they go up on their rate. But it does affect your variable rate loans like home equity lines of credit and credit cards. If you're in a situation where you've got a significant amount of variable rate debt and you are on a fixed salary, fixed income, I would say let's let's have a discussion about refinancing into one fixed rate loan because people mm-hmm. don't realize how much they're paying. A lot of people are paying well over they're paying eighteen percent or more on credit card interest. Yeah, and just uh, being able to get that all uh, latched down into one fixed rate loan can make you feel really good. Mm-hmm. But I want to say thank you, Ed, to, to our sponsors of. Um, of real estate mortgage shop and talk shop is a big sponsor talk shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate business or in health and wellness and talk shop meets every wednesday at nine o'clock central we're meeting at concord career college at 5100 poplar that's on the first floor and in memphis we call it the clark tower you can also join us on Zoom. You can go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. You can click on the events tab for the link to get into our event online. This Wednesday, that is going to be um, in the first week in August. It's uh, Talk Shop's 19th birthday, about 19th birthday. It'll be 19 years this week. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, It'd be first week of August 2022. Bradley Harris of the Good Book Company. He's an editor. He's going to be, and he, he, oh, and he's also a linguist. He's just completely entertaining. Absolutely. He also was a Canadian soldier, an officer who repelled out of helicopters. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you got to hear Bradley. Anyway, Bradley's going to talk about using your voice to effectively communicate in business. And he's, somebody told me they went, they said, oh, I could listen to Bradley Harris read the phone book. He said, <laughs> he is so entertaining, you know. But thank you to Mark McLaurin of Refrigeration Unlimited for your sponsorship that helps our business community uh, for helping, you know, fix your heating and air conditioning system. Contact Mark McLaurin. He, we call him the heating and air strategist. He will fix the problem. He will find ways to do it mm-hmm. that won't cost you so much. If there is a way, he can look ahead and see where you've got problems coming. I mean, he just he just does the extra now mile. He's a PhD of HVAC. That's yes, he I is. I love that. I, we'll have to. He'll have to coin that. You can reach Mark McLaurin at 901-216-7782. 
Thank you also to Brett Carter of ServiceMaster by Cornerstone for your talk shop sponsorship. And when you have a fire, flood, or a biohazard at your home or office, don't go it alone. Call ServiceMaster by Cornerstone, 901-832-6005. Our quote from the end of the show is, a, a person soon learns how little he knows when a child begins to ask questions by some e-cards. <laughs> hey, we've loved hanging out with you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator, jogarner.com. Ed, quickly, how do we contact you? Just call me, 901-273-6594. All right, subscribe. You'll get our podcast at jogarner.com, and we'll see you guys back next week. Bye-bye. Party.